Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. What we have been witnessing is awe-inspiring. We are literally tasting of the powers of the age to come. We've been experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit quite strongly in a very tangible manner. The results of this is quite evident. In many of our missions, many souls, many disciples are actually testifying of seeing the risen Jesus Christ. Millions of evil spirits are being expelled and many are encountering powerful, miraculous healings. In many of our missions around the world, we're seeing the power of God. Not that long ago, while ministering in Canada, we experienced the extraordinary. The sanctuary was completely filled in this church. In fact, there was people coming into the meeting that were placed in an additional hall to accommodate the many souls that had arrived for ministry. I must admit, I was tired, having only slept a few hours, but I felt my spirit, though, man, felt strong. Yes, I felt physically weak, but my spirit was quite strong. When I ascended that platform, within seconds, demons were manifesting throughout the whole sanctuary. There were loud cries. There were screams. There were convulsions. There were threats by demons. There were violent shaking of bodies. Demons were throwing people around. In the midst of it all, Jesus prevailed mightily. Jesus prevailed mightily. In fact, at one point, a demon-controlled individual started arguing with me about the scriptures. We literally had to spiritually had to bind up the individual's tongue so their lies wouldn't be spoken as she yelled at me wanting to argue. And by the way, we're seeing much of that also. Yes, we're seeing incredible, miraculous wonders, but we're seeing a lot of disruptions. We're seeing more of this. Infiltrators those who seek to disrupt our services. But in the midst of it all, Jesus is still Lord. As I shared from the scriptures, God's people rejoiced and were extremely enthusiastic. And this is something else we are seeing in many of our meetings, a deep hunger for the deeper teaching on the subject of our authority in Jesus Christ in the context of spiritual warfare. As there are so many 
misconceptions being taught from the pulpits across the globe that needs to be corrected. The sheer numbers of demons that we're dealing with, in some many cases, people with multiple millions, is stunning. Many are experiencing deliverance as I command demons to depart in Jesus' name. And many souls are testifying of actually seeing the risen Jesus as he is appearing to so many. I want to talk and present and share with you some of the things that are happening in some of our meetings. And in this particular case, in our Canadian mission not too long ago, extraordinary miracles, encounters with the supernatural occurring. I'm wanting to share with you, to encourage you, to inspire you, so you might be hungering and thirsting for the for the extraordinary. For God wants to use you, my friend, my brother, my sister, to carry out the miracles of Jesus Christ. I'm looking forward to being with you, and I welcome you to tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. up this is michael tate with news about some more real life jesus freaks from the voice of the martyrs christians in iraq continue to face deadly violence in what appears to be strategically planned attacks on november 11 suspected islamic extremists detonated 11 bombs in christian suburbs across baghdad targeting shops and homes at least five christians were killed and 33 injured four days later car bombs killed one person and injured seven Will you pray for Iraqi believers and pray that God's plan for all people to know the truth and be saved moves forward despite the destructive plans of Islamic extremists? For the latest, go online to persecution.com. Preaching the gospel or even being a believer in Iraq is costly. Reports received by the Voice of the Martyrs show that in recent weeks, attacks by Muslim extremists against believers have reached alarming levels. A Syrian international news agency and cable news network reported that on November 22nd, three believers were killed in Mosul. Despite increased attacks, believers remain courageous and steadfast in their faith. Assailants entered a shop owned by two Christian brothers, Sadhana and Wadhana, and shot them. Wad was killed instantly, and Saad succumbed to his injuries a few hours later. In an unrelated incident, later in the day, police found an elderly Christian woman strangled in her Mosul home. Ask God to comfort those mourning the loss of these believers. Ask God to bring His peace to Iraq. To learn what it means to serve God in Iraq and many other restricted countries, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. How I love you. How I love you. No one could take it back. How I love you. 
about another real-life Jesus freak. It's 1886, Uganda. Bruno Sarunkamo leads a group facing death for one reason alone. Their faith in Jesus is a threat to local authorities. 
But before he is burned to death, he makes a prophecy that many of his persecutors don't take seriously. Bruno says, We are going to heaven. A fountain fed from many springs will never dry up. When we are gone, others will rise up in our place. Bruno was right. Since then, many in Uganda have come to Christ, and many have been martyred. But like a fountain, God continues to raise up believers so that more and more can join Bruno in eternity. Get a global perspective from the voice of the martyrs. Go online to persecution.com. signs and wonders that we're we're witnessing before our very eyes. Now, on this particular broadcast, it's titled, No More Glasses, Many See Jesus, and that's exactly what we're seeing in many of our missions throughout the world. Many are experiencing extraordinary healing with their eyes, <clears throat> and many are seeing the risen Savior, Jesus. Just the other day, I was reading in Matthew chapter 4. Beginning of verse 23, and Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all of Syria, and they brought to him all who were sick, who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them. This is what our Jesus does. He heals. And he desires to heal you even now. As you're listening to this presentation, perhaps you're tormented. Perhaps you have evil spirits. Perhaps you suffer from epilepsy. There's some bondage, some mind control. You can be set free. And I'm hoping that as you listen to this presentation, the Holy Spirit will begin to stir in your heart a desire a desire to believe all things are possible with God. For all things are possible with God. As I shared before the commercial break, we're seeing many and hearing many, many, many souls testify globally of actually seeing the risen Jesus in our meetings. He's appeared to many. I would conservatively estimate that we have heard from more than 400 Perhaps many, many hundreds of individuals over the past few years who have testified of actually seeing the Lord Jesus. Think about that for a moment, my friends. This is an extraordinary, amazing aspect of the mission. Perhaps underreported, but nevertheless very real and occurring quite frequently. That is why I feel a strong desire to to be with you this evening, this live presentation, to report to you so that, that the fame of Jesus may go out into the whole world. Amazing aspect 
to think about it. Hundreds of people in our meetings over the past few years seeing the Lord Jesus. In fact, I was very honored and humbled. I think of the experience quite often. In fact, I was sharing with my kids just a few days ago the experience I had in the Islamic Republic of Pakistan some years ago when Jesus appeared to me. Jesus is touching so many lives. He's touching my life with his awesome love and healing power. So back to these meetings, these Canadian meetings. While I was in the sanctuary, as I ministered, the Holy Spirit was moving quite powerfully in our midst. And one lady who attended the meeting with her husband experienced phenomenal deliverance. This dear family had traveled to the service as they couldn't locate any ministry willing to assist them. Obviously, the husband, because he loved his wife so much, did what he could, but he recognized he needed some some assistance. So they reached out to us and met with us. Over the course of several days, we battled numerous evil spirits within this woman that had been tormenting her all her life as a result of the occult, abortion, and many other evils. Not only was she liberated, my friends, she was healed from dissociation. She experienced such a spiritual release, a freedom that she began to preach to the crowd that had assembled. It was stunning to witness. Here was this woman, I'll just refer to her as Linda, perhaps in her late 40s, who had just been freed from very powerful, powerful spirits named Moloch. And now she was ministering deliverance to others. This, my friend, is New Testament equipping of the saints. This isn't your classroom kind of training, but hands-on training that the body of Christ so desperately needs. And by the way, that is why we developed the, the Freedom Fighter International Training Center. With the hopes of providing some much-needed information to the body of Christ, to equip, to inspire, so they might be able to reach their world, reach the world for Jesus Christ, reach their nation, reach their communities, their families, their friends for the Lord Jesus Christ. And I would recommend, if you're interested in, in some really deep training, go to ifreedomfighter.org, ifreedomfighter.org, and we'd like to introduce you to the tr- extraordinary training that we have that we have offered. So after Linda, Linda's deliverance, I asked her if she'd be willing to minister to another woman who we had brought up to the platform to minister to. Now, the reason why why this woman was brought up to the front was because she had shared with everyone that, that when the spirit of Moloch was expelled from Linda, it actually had flown into her womb. Her womb. That's amazing. When the spirit was actually was being cast out, before, it was, it's amazing, before it left the, the room, it stopped to this other woman and went actually into her womb. Reason? Because she too had gone through an abortion that had not been properly resolved with repentance. This is why we must deal with sin seriously. Sin is demon food. No mistake about it. Sin is demon food. And perhaps you have some kind of besetting sin, sin that's that's not been repentant. God is merciful. He's abounding in love. He does not treat us as our sins deserve, Psalm 103. But he wants us. There's grace. There's mercy. There's love, forgiveness. But you need to repent. 
Repent right now. God will forgive you. He loves you. But sin is demon food and attracts demonic activity. Unresolved sins will allow demons to invade your life. That's why we must be ever on guard, ever so serious-minded, ever watchful, as Jesus commands us. But one look at Linda, you could easily tell she was ready. Her freedom was so complete that she was so completely confident in Jesus to minister. Her and her husband were ever so ready. She enthusiastically said yes. And within seconds of praying over this dear woman, the Holy Spirit so powerfully showed up that not only did this woman she was praying over fell down, but also Linda's husband, who was assisting her. In Jesus' name, Linda confronted Moloch within this woman and began to cast the demons out with vile contortions and a great amount of violence. The Moloch spirits were sent to the pit. And by the way, those of you who may not be familiar with this Moloch spirit, it's an Old Testament demon god that the ancient nations surrounding Israel honored and even offered their children, their babies, onto, onto for human sacrifice. A gruesome, nefarious demon god. That spirit lives on today. That spirit is behind the modern-day phenomenon we know is abortion. That's captivating millions and millions of women and men. No mistake about it. Not only women are being affected, but men also are being affected. Those of you who who have consented to a wife, a girlfriend, a sister, a friend to an abortion, Moloch could have access to you also. It was such an amazing ministry. Watching Linda casting these spirits of Moloch out. I mean, with vile contortions, great amount of violence, the Moloch spirits were sent to the pit. Not only was Linda free, but now she's assisting and performing exorcisms on the same kind of spirit that had been tormenting her all these years. She was helping this other woman to be set free. It's amazing. For many hours. We battled and battled numerous demonic spirits within dozens and dozens of people. Many were set free by the Lord Jesus Christ. Many hearts were healed. Amazing. Well, after that meeting, I think I arrived back to the, my room around 5 o'clock in the morning. By 6 a.m., I was heading back to the airport with virtually no sleep, when I arrived into Denver, Colorado, several hours later, I was dazed, <laughs> exhausted, and horribly pressed. <laughs> the, well, let me tell you, I'm just going to be honest with you. The entire western region of the United States, beautiful region of the country here in the United States, but under great oppression. And the, Many of these major cities in the western region of the United States, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Denver, Colorado, a lot of oppression. No wonder I was oppressed. You know, you could almost feel it almost immediately. It was quite intense. That's why there's an absolute need for apostolic ministry in this part of the nation. Thus, my traveling to... And spending and actually living in California and Washington, or uh, spending a lot of time in Washington State uh, the past few years, 
conducted many, many dozens of missions. There's a absolute need. But by the time I got to my hotel room in downtown Denver, I was completely exhausted. I slept perhaps for an hour before having to get right back up for more, more meetings. Though I was operating with less than a few hours of sleep, I was feeling supernatural energy. So for another nine hours, <laughs> I battled more demons in Jesus' name, and I performed more public exorcisms, placing demons as public spectacles. Now, in this Denver public meeting, it was jam-packed. It was standing room only, thus forcing us to move into a larger meeting hall quick, quickly. Now, this meeting hall was also being quickly filled up, too. As as in our Canadian mission, many more souls were free from powerful demonic spirits, including numerous Jezebel spirits, Baal, murder, violence, and death spirits. For nearly three hours, I taught from the scriptures. Again, as we often see in many of our missions, not one single soul left the meeting hall. Everyone was captivated by the Bible teaching. I was feeling strength where I could have easily taught for another three hours. Easy. Jesus was giving me amazing power to minister. It's like what what we've been experiencing just here recently in Europe and and in our Atlanta, Georgia meetings and in in our Boston, Massachusetts, up in New England meetings. Spending many, many hours, 8, 10, 12, 13 hours, casting out demons, spending three, four, five hours of teaching. Amazing. Jesus is providing amazing power to minister. Many remarked that they were shocked to see how the Holy Spirit was was empowering me, despite a few hours of sleep and so much traveling. While confronting a a generational curse within a 46-year-old woman named Julia, Demons started manifesting. These spirits revealed they were bringing all forms of sicknesses and infirmities into her body, including heart disease, blindness, insomnia, cancer, hormonal imbalances, and bringing great amount of stress, thereby weakening her immune system. Many of you are listening to this presentation experiencing some of these torments and afflictions. Many of you are under great stress, great amount of stress thereby weakening your immune system. Here in a moment, at the end of this presentation, I'm going to be offering a prayer for you to be healed. Many of you have weakened immune systems. I'm going to pray for you. Many of you are suffering from heart disease, insomnia. Perhaps some of you are sick with various kinds of mysterious ailments. Perhaps you have blindness, an element of blindness. I want to pray for your healing so you might be free. In Jesus' name, we commanded many demons to part in that Denver meeting, and they exited. The amazing transformation could easily be seen on Julia's face, and she quickly lightened up. It was beautiful to behold. Furthermore, we ministered to her adopted 11-year-old daughter, who was terribly afflicted with various kinds of vision problems, where she needed glasses to see. Otherwise, she wouldn't see anything very clearly. I want to share with you what happened when we prayed for that for that little girl, that 11-year-old girl, that adopted girl. Julia, Julia's adopted 11-year-old daughter, who was terribly afflicted with all kinds of vision problems, 
where she needed glasses to see. Otherwise, she wouldn't just wouldn't see anything very clearly. I want to share with you what transpired during that exorcism. As I titled this presentation, No More Glasses, Many See Jesus, what you're about to hear is stunning. Now, my friends, before we take this next commercial break, I would encourage you, if you have an opportunity, to get to our websites, exorcism exorcismblog.com, ifreedom.fighter.org, deliveranceblog.org, jbartlett.org, and be inspired by the information that we're providing. Read the teachings. Listen to the radio broadcast. I'm hoping that we can play some small part in encouraging you in your faith to restoring you back in the position you need to be in with Jesus Christ. Perhaps you're listening to this broadcast and you hear it about these miracles and perhaps you've never experienced the greatest miracle, the miracle of the new birth. Experiencing Jesus. Jesus. The one who shed blood, the one who was crucified for your sins, that Jesus, the loving Jesus, the loving Savior, the one who was buried but he rose again from the dead, he ascended to the Father's right hand, and he's physically, visibly coming back again. It's that Jesus who wants to actually invade your life, come within your life, and give you a new life. And he wants to give you love and joy and peace and power. Give you his presence, the forgiveness of sins. That's a great life to live. And perhaps you're listening to this presentation. You're hearing these miracles of people being experiencing deliverance and healing. But have you been born again? Jesus says you must be born again in John 3. You must perhaps you've been water baptized. You're a good person. You're a churchgoer. You know about Jesus intellectually, but have you experienced the inner transformation of the heart where you've experienced a spiritual rebirth, where Jesus Christ has come in, forgiven you, cleansed you? Now, he can cleanse you because he's alive. He's not a dead Jesus. Yes, he died on a cross. He took the punishment for your sins, so you wouldn't have to carry it, the punishment. He took it. He bore your sins. That's amazing. He bore your griefs, your sorrows, your curses, so you might be free tonight. And this Lord Jesus has risen from the dead, and he is alive. And the scripture, the Holy Scriptures clearly teach that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved, saved from death, from Satan, sickness, curses. You can be saved. You can experience a new life. Just pray with me this simple prayer. He loves you. He cares for you deeply. I know you have a lonely heart. I know you're depressed and sad. You lack power in your life. Jesus cares for you. doesn't matter what kind of position you're in right at this very moment. You feel perhaps you're thinking about committing suicide. You feel like life is not worth living. Perhaps your kids have been taken away from you. Perhaps you just experienced a divorce. Perhaps you're racked with pain, emotional pain, hurt. Perhaps you just committed what you feel is an unpardonable sin. Jesus is here standing at the door and knocking. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him. The Lord Jesus, King Jesus, the loving God, wants to give you a new life, a new start. Pray with me. Repent of your sins. Renounce the devil. Turn to Jesus Christ. 
Just simply pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, you could do it. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me. I repent, Lord Jesus. I want new life. Jesus, fill my life with your love, your joy, your peace, your power. I promise to serve you for the rest of my life. I confess with my lips, confess within my heart that you, Jesus, you, Jesus, you are Lord. It's in that name of Jesus I pray. Amen. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a portion of scripture taken to heart by every real-life Jesus freak. It's in 1 Peter chapter 4. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. You see, Peter saw suffering for his faith as a privilege. After his final arrest and sentencing, Peter announced... He was not worthy to be crucified in the same position as his Savior and requested to die on the cross upside down. How about you? What will be your final request? How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com.
over the past few years who are being healed of various forms of blindness and vision problems. It's been astonishing. Jesus did it all. I just simply obey by believing. And in this meeting hall, I encounter many, many other thousands of demonic spirits, some going back hundreds of years to the family bloodline. I encounter some very strong demons, including Baal, murder, violence, and many others. They were driven out in Jesus' name. I also encountered numerous dissociative identities. Many were supernaturally healed. And again, they were testifying of seeing Jesus. Many were physically healed from various kinds of afflictions. There were so many miracles. We also ministered to some little children. They were quickly set free from demons. Even well after the meeting had concluded, people were still approaching me for, for prayer. One lady in her late 40s who approached me started weeping immediately. A little girl by the age of three surfaced. This little one was led to Jesus and for a better part of an hour sat on a nearby chair rocking in the arms of Jesus. When this woman finally came to, she was testifying that she had never experienced such peaceful rest in her entire Christian life. That's amazing. Perhaps you need rest. Perhaps you need healing. In Jesus' name, I speak to that demon tormenting you. Come out in the authority of Jesus Christ. Sickness, go. Torment, fear, go in the authority of Jesus Christ. Jesus says, come unto me, all who are weary and burdensome, and I will give you rest. Rest, my brother. Rest, my sister. In Jesus' name, the Lamb of God will not be stopped. Jesus is Lord. I bless you in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.